Welcome to the Cup of Cat podcast. My name is Cat, and yes, I am another 20-something-year-old who thinks podcasting is a good idea. We're all navigating this insane life together, and I want to be able to share my experience with you, as well as have conversations with others in hopes to create a space of positivity, learning, and growing together. I also want to use this as an opportunity to hold myself accountable for the things that I'm doing. I feel like your 20s are such a time of change and so many things are going on at the same time. So I actually want to stick to the things that I want to do and I want to report back to you and let you know how they're going. So if that all sounds good, grab a cup of whatever makes you feel good and enjoy. Hello everybody and welcome to the Cup of Cat podcast. My name is Cat and I hope you are having an absolutely beautiful day. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode. I'm so happy and I'm so grateful to be here. I'm still having such an amazing time and I'm still trying to find my feet with scheduling and things like that. But you know what? We're still in the early days. We're still figuring things out. We're still experimenting. The most important thing is I'm having a great time and I hope you are as well. So for today's episode, I wanted to get into something that I've been thinking about for a little bit of time now, and it's regarding social media. So I'm not the biggest social media person in the whole world. I'm not very big on posting. I don't know. It it, it intimidates me a lot. And putting myself out there like that is, you know, it's a little scary, (laughs) especially because Things can go viral and that is absolutely terrifying to me. I mean, I can't imagine putting a video or a little clip out there and then all of a sudden I wake up and there's like hundreds and thousands of views and hundreds and thousands of comments and I don't want to fall into the wrong side of the internet and it makes me spiral and I don't even want to get into it. But today I want to get into how I use social media because I do use it. I just don't post anything up there. And I'm not going to come on here and tell you that, oh, the social media is the devil and we should all not be on social media and that, you know, we should all be living perfect lives outside of our phones and whatever, because that's just not realistic. I mean, yes, we should take breaks from social media and we shouldn't really be there on all the time and we shouldn't be inundating ourselves with constant information all the time. But, you know, I do find myself scrolling all the time (laughs) and so the way that I use it is I try and manipulate the algorithm to try and show me things that are useful to me at least so how I understand how social media works is that there is an algorithm and this algorithm is basically like a program and it takes the information that you give it and it feeds you more of what you are inputting. So if you're consuming a lot of one particular kind of genre for example if you come across golfing videos and you hover on that golfing video for a while it's gonna say oh this person likes golfing videos and it's gonna start feeding you more golfing videos (laughs) but I found that I can actually manipulate the algorithm to work for me so if there's a particular subject that I'm really interested in and I'm hyper fixating on and I'm doing a lot of research into it or it's just something that really interests me I will try and steer my social media algorithm to give me more of that particular content. And so that when I am scrolling on social media, it's at least showing me stuff that I want to see. And to kick that off, I will go and follow different pages that relate to that particular topic. So if I'm reading a new book, I will go and maybe follow the author or people that are mentioned in the book, or I will search up terms that are mentioned in the book, and I will go and follow pages relating to those things, maybe go and watch some of their content, and then 
the app will then start to promote that kind of content to me. Once it starts to do that, I'll then make sure that I'm watching the stuff. Even if it's not something that I'm interested in, I'll hover over it for a little longer or I'll like it or I'll share it. And even not sharing it, I found that if you just sort of copy the link to something as if you were going to share it, the algorithm thinks, okay, this is important to this person and will start feeding you more. This way, when I am going on social media, the next time I go on, the next time I start scrolling, I'm going to be filled up with more of the stuff that I actually want to see. And I've got a better chance of learning something or, you know, just filling my subconscious mind with stuff that I actually wanted to be filled up with rather than just any nonsense that I come across. Have you ever noticed when you're watching, say, a funny video and it's like so stupid and it's not even like <laughs> your type of humor, but you watched it a little bit too long and then all of a sudden your feed is just filled with that particular kind of thing. So the same thing can be worked for things that you do want to see. So if you do come across something that you like, click on it, like it, watch the video, you know, like the post, that kind of thing. The algorithm will start to then change and it will go, okay, this person's obviously interested in this kind of stuff. And then it'll start sending more of that stuff to you. So I really like doing that whenever I'm learning something new is I go in and I look at what I'm sort of looking at on social media and I try and steer the algorithm into a certain direction so that by the time I come on the next day or whenever, it's had a chance to kind of, you know, find some content relating to that topic and start pushing it towards me. And then I will reward it by going, oh yes, I, I do like that. Yes, thank you for that. And I'll give it a like. And it'll become a constant feedback loop where you're actually looking at what you want to look at. One of the other things that also helps me keep my mind clear and not sort of inundated with unnecessary rubbish is turning off all suggested posts on social media. So whenever you get a suggested post or an advert or something, you can usually go and click on like the three buttons in the corner or whatever app you're using. There's usually some sort of interaction on it where you can say no to suggested posts. That way your feed is only filled up with stuff that you are intentionally following. So I think that it's important to make sure that what you're looking at is stuff that you're actually following and things that you intend to be looking at because I find that when you are, when I am scrolling through social media, often it's kind of like fishing. <laughs> Maybe I've been watching far too many fishing things lately, but it very much is like fishing. You click on an app and you go scrolling away with no intention of what you want to look at or what you want to see and something will catch your interest and you'll click on it and you'll look at it and then that'll absorb your, you know, mental capacity for that period of time. But it is like fishing because you're not expecting to go on and watch a particular video or look at a particular post. You're literally just scrolling through and hoping that something catches your attention. So by getting rid of suggested posts, the things that are catching your attention are things that you've intentionally put in your path to catch your attention. And so for me, that would be stuff that I've intentionally followed and intentionally added into my feed, into my algorithm that I want to be there. So even though most of it is random and you can't really control what's being put out there and what's coming to you and things like that, you can, to some capacity, manipulate it so that you are being fed what you want to be fed rather than just a bunch of random nonsense. I try and treat 
my social media feed, like my Spotify account or my Apple Music account, the more of what I listen to is the more of what it's going to give me. You know, on if you're streaming your music, if you listen to a certain genre of music, it's going to start recommending that music to you again. So if I'm not interested in something that I see, I will click not interested in that thing Another thing that I found is very helpful for me is that I turn off all of my notifications on everything that's not important. So on the Instagrams and the Facebooks and those kinds of things, I don't have any notifications on at all. Because if anyone's contacting me on those apps, it's not an emergency, you know? Like no one is going to be sending me a DM to tell me there's some terrible thing happening or that I need to be somewhere or that they need to get hold of me for work. That's just not the case. (laughs) If it's that much of an emergency, the person will most likely have my telephone number and will contact me directly. So for all other things that are unimportant in my life, I have zero notifications because that's just tempting me to go click on the app. So by not having notifications on, if I do go and click on an app and I see that I've gotten messages or whatever, I can go and, you know, read them there when I've decided to go onto the app. Not because it took me there, but because I've decided, oh, I have a little bit of free time. I'm going to go maybe scroll through Instagram or whatever. Oh, I see I've got a message. Okay, cool. I will reply. And I felt that that is really helpful to my mental health because I'm not constantly glued to my phone. I feel like it brings a little bit of detachment from it, if that makes sense. Again, I'm not saying (laughs) that I'm the perfect person who never uses their phone. I get caught up in these things, you know, I'm a human being. (laughs) But these are just some of the ways that I found help me a little bit. Nothing is actually better than just doing a full detox. Now, speaking of detox, there is something that I found has helped me significantly as well. And that is detoxing my news feeds quite regularly. So because of the fact that whenever I go through these hyperfixations, I go and follow a whole bunch of accounts so that I'm inundated with this information when I do go on social media, so that I'm scrolling more mindfully, so that I'm looking at stuff that I actually want to look at. Every couple of months, I find that my interests change. They start shifting. And maybe the thing that I was looking at before is not serving me anymore. So I am very mindful about how often I'm going through the people that I'm following and clearing them off. So about maybe like at least once a year, but probably once every six months, I will find myself following a bunch of new people. And then while I'm doing that, while I'm looking at stuff that is interesting to me at this particular time, I'll go into my following list and I will just go and unfollow accounts that I'm not really interacting with anymore or that I'm not really getting information from anymore or perhaps they're putting on content that I'm not really, you know, vibing with anymore. So I'll go in and I'll unfollow a bunch of pages. And unless it's like some small business that I like really feel passionately about supporting, I'm probably going to remove it off my feed and make some space for new stuff to come in and allow my feed to change with what I'm interested in. All of this is just an effort to try and control or manipulate what I'm looking at to be more of what I'm interested in, to feed my subconscious mind things that I want to look at. Because, you know, sometimes you want to just go mindlessly scrolling through your phone and you want to relax and you want to just consume content casually. If I'm going to go do that on social media, like uh, reels or I I don't do TikTok because I feel like my life 
would just fall into an endless pit of non-productivity. But I do I do look at Instagram meals. Maybe that's, you know, it's something to do with my age. I don't know. I've just never gotten into the TikTok side of things. Maybe I will eventually. But if I am going to go casually mindlessly scroll on things like Instagram meals, I want to make sure that my algorithm is working for me and feeding me exactly what I want to be looking at so I can be mindful while I'm mindlessly scrolling. One of the things that I've also found is that different apps obviously have a different algorithm based on sort of the accounts that you have and how they're linked to each other. So for example, Facebook will have a different sort of feed and Instagram will have a different feed and YouTube will have a different feed. And for example, on my YouTube algorithm, I've steered it more towards gaming. So YouTube, I'm usually looking for a little bit more long format content and I'm watching things like gaming tutorials or I'm watching gaming reviews, things like that. If I'm trying to figure something out, I'll go to YouTube to do that. But I've programmed my algorithm so that if I do go on YouTube and I look at the shorts, there's like a little short tip on how to play a certain character or a tip on a certain map to do a little bit better. So when I go on there, I'm like, oh, okay, that's a quick, short, sweet little thing that I can consume, that I can keep in the back of my mind so that if I do, at a later stage, go back and play that game, I can remember those things and implement that into my gameplay. (laughs) And obviously there's a lot of other stuff on there as well. Red Dead Redemption. Oh my goodness gracious. If you've played Red Dead Redemption 2, it's my favorite video game in the whole world. I'm very much a role player kind of gamer but anyway there's so many different mysteries and things on there and they all pop up and I'm like I didn't know that and so I'll go and I'll implement that the next time I go play a game but that's the thing YouTube's short form content is completely dedicated to one entire genre of what I'm interested in instead of me trying to incorporate a whole bunch of genres into say my Instagram feed or my Facebook feed There's a big distinction between the two different things that I'm looking at and the two different algorithms. And so I can pick and choose what I feel like consuming at that time and going and looking at those things. Another thing that helps me a lot, and this isn't really to do with social media, but also I don't have my phone on loud. It's on silent, like all the time. (laughs) And mostly because my phone is always with me. So I can see if I get a notification that comes through, bearing in mind that most of my notifications are turned off. But if it's for a direct messenger, like a WhatsApp or something like that, if someone has my number and they're trying to get a hold of me, I can see it straight away. And it's not like I'm going for days without checking my phone. I check my phone like every hour or so, especially if I'm working, but just not having notifications come through and not having any pings or vibrations going on helps me just not look at my phone all the time, which just helps me just make a little bit of a mental detachment from that as well. So basically, in summary, (laughs) what I do to help keep my mental space working for me when I'm on social media is that I try and steer the algorithm in a direction that I want to see it. So move it towards content that I want to see, consume content that I actually want to be consuming, following pages that I want to look at and liking things that I want to see more so that the algorithm feeds me more of what I want so I can mindfully scroll while I'm mindlessly scrolling. Secondly, is that I make sure that I'm culling a lot of pages that I'm following every six months to a year just to make sure that my feed isn't getting inundated with stuff that I'm not interested in anymore. 
and that I can make space for newer stuff that I'm interested in at the time. Keeping different apps associated with different algorithms so that depending on what I'm in the mood for, I can either go to one app or another app to go and absorb that kind of content as opposed to just going onto social media and scrolling until something catches my attention. I'm intentionally making two different kinds of genres, for example, that will catch my attention or what I'm feeling like so that I can actively go and seek that thing out rather than it just coming to me and me just clicking on whatever and letting it take control of my mind space. You know, I don't know. Does that make any sense? I then don't have any notifications on. So unless it's really important and you have my telephone number and you can get a hold of me, I'm not going to see your message on social media because <laughs> it's not that much of an emergency anyway. And it just helps me not look at my phone a lot. And finally, I keep my phone on silent so that I'm not constantly attached to it. And every time I hear a notification or I get a little buzz or beep or whatever, I'm not drawn to my phone. I turn all of that stuff off and I will get back to you when I get back to you. And I know that's not necessarily the reality for a lot of people. A lot of people do need to have their notifications on because if there is an emergency, you're the person that needs to go and sort out the emergency. But I think a way to get around this as well as having custom notifications on your phone. So for example, I have a couple of custom notifications for loved ones on my device where even if my phone is on silent, their notification will make a noise or their notification will make a buzz or a certain pattern. So I know that when they're texting me, that it's that person and I can reply to that person. Whereas everything else just goes to silent and I'll get to you when I get to you. <laughs> So I don't know if that's helpful to anybody. That's kind of how I look at it. That's kind of how I go about it. Again, <laughs> probably the best thing to do is not be on social media and all of that. But I'm a human being and I'm, you know, I'm going to be scrolling. I'm going to be looking at stuff. I'm, I'm only human. <laughs> and I try and separate myself as much as I can from my phone, which is probably the best thing. But as sort of like a realistic viewpoint. This is what I do and these are the systems that I implement to make it a little bit better for me, a little bit more mindful for me and maybe <laughs> these tips that I implement can be useful to you as well. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you've gotten something useful out of it. <laughs> If you have, great, good, fantastic. I'm, I'm really happy. If not, then I hope that you just enjoyed me talking to you for this amount of time. <laughs> I hope you have an absolutely beautiful rest of your week. I will see you very soon. I love you lots. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really, really do appreciate you and I will chat to you very soon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come and listen to what I have to say and listen to my podcast. I really appreciate that. I love you so very, very much. If you liked what you listened to, please give me a five-star rating or a thumbs up on whatever platform you're listening to. And if you'd like to support this podcast, please consider subscribing or following again on whatever platform you're listening to. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll chat to you soon. 